0: Hey, everybody. This is Kevin Dobbins. This is officially episode one. I just wanted to apologize up front for not having a podcast this week until Friday. I know I was mentioning about Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but as you all know, life got in the way a little bit this week, and I've been figuring some things out here. I am currently looking for a house, so I've been seeing a few of those around town, and Trying to figure out which one suits me the best and what would be the best option for the future. Um, I'm trying to get a house that I can live in for a few years, a couple of years. I, I'm not sure. You know, whatever wherever life takes me, I'll I'll go with it. But one that I can keep and eventually rent out for a decent amount per month to add to my rental houses. Um, I've been going through a, the process of debating about selling another one that I have. I got it for fairly cheap back in October of 2020 and the market has blown up since mostly because of COVID slash other things. Uh, the, the, so the housing prices here have increased quite a bit and I was able to do some cosmetic work, new floors, uh, new roofs, some new windows. This is referring to that house. I'm. currently on the market that I have. I've been. What I'm getting at is, I was thinking of taking it off. Oh wow! I'm. I'm driving right now, and there's a, just a huge accident right here. I'm driving. Wow. Car's totaled. <laughs> Unreal. Looks like everybody's okay though. It's good. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm in the process of deb- debating if I want to sell or keep this and rent it out. It's. It's in an area of town that that I live in that is more of a, a rental, rental area, I would say, uh, just the income of it slash the, the area. It's not, doesn't seem to be attracting people a lot, but I've had a lot of showings, I'd say maybe 20 showings. And I've had comments about, oh, price is too high. You know, the price is too, too much. Uh, little cosmetic work still that needs to be done and I'm planning on getting a cheap refrigerator and oven to add to it to keep in there regardless of selling or renting and I'm also gonna paint the cabinets as well in the kitchen to give it a little bit of an updated look I was a little disappointed in the painters who came and painted it they got they splattered it all over the cabinets So the cabinets are like two different colors right now, but that's on me. I should have clarified that. I I told them I was gonna get new cabinets, so it doesn't matter. So that that's honestly my fault. But regardless, I'm gonna get those painted hopefully in the next week. uh, Color to match the floors. I was able to get the floors cheap at on sale uh, at a place called Floor and Decor. Might have heard of it. It's pretty solid and i was able to get the carpet at a local place here as well so i would say uh that that first house this is my first real estate investment i made and i would say i don't necessarily regret it but i wouldn't buy it today if that makes sense regardless of the price just because there was a lot of work and I can't make up too much excuses because you hear these real estate investors who have full-time jobs, full-time jobs, just like I do. And they make it work, you know, but they have really good systems put in place. And I haven't quite gotten my system yet because I'm, I'm so new to it and I'm virtually doing this by myself. My mom helps out as well with certain things, but, usually it's me, I have, I have the connections, and I've done the research, I've, you know, I'm the one looking around for everything, and it's, it's totally fine, and that's my thing, I just, to be honest with you, after a full day at work, I usually go to the gym after, or I have my tennis, I might have, I don't know if I mentioned it, I'm also a tennis coach on the side, so certain times of the year, I have tennis after work, then gym, blah, 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 then by the time everything's said and done, I'm not home till 7 or 7.30. And at that point, I'm kind of just like once I sit down, I'm, I'm done. You know, like I'm kind of checked out for the night and I, I get lazy. So I need to be better about that and get better systems in place with the real estate thing. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, though, I'm in the process of getting a residential house to, to live in. So I'm hoping to get one that will eventually rent for a good amount and cover my mortgage plus some profit. I uh, also am in the process of deciding whether to get a roommate or not because I have a couple friends here who might be interested in renting a room. Um, that's So that's kind of what's going on in the real estate side of things. I know Friday, as I said, is going to be UFC, boxing, all that good stuff, and it will be. This one's gonna be kind of an intro podcast to everything since it's my first real one besides the trailer. But those of you who eventually listen, I really, really appreciate it. I know I am not some famous person, I'm not someone special by any means, but with how you can podcast these days, it's so easy to get to get started, and you know you never know what might be what might blow up over time. I I have no intentions of doing that, but you never know. I hope to get guests on here, friends mostly that are successful in their own way. And I think it'd be cool to do. And like I said in the the, uh, intro one, the trailer, whatever you want to call it, this is more for me than anything. Just getting my thoughts out there, kind of documenting what's going on in my life. And listening back on it every once in a while, or maybe not, it's kind of weird once you do it to hear yourself talk. It's like, wow, I really sound like that, huh? It's funny, but regardless, uh, I'm trying to think of any other updates that might be going on. I I might have mentioned that I'm a Christian. Uh, I have, I've been a, technically a believer since third grade, which who knows how old we are, like 10 or 11 years old, I remember the day that I gave my life to Christ in third grade, and you know, honestly, ever since then, I've, you you go through so much of life in that, you go through so much through your life in that, that span of time, so much ups and downs, and I, I've always kind of strayed away from the Lord, this is totally different than real estate, but I wanted to mention it because I said I'd be talking about spirituality and all that as well in my podcast, but I've gone back and forth so many times like, oh yeah, this, that, I'm I'm Christian again, or, you know, and then the next weekend I'm like going to the club and getting drunk and, you know, doing drugs and stuff. I'm just going to be honest about that straight up. And I struggle with I've struggled with drugs and alcohol since I was about 17 years old and I'm 28 now. I wouldn't, I played it off. I always played it off to where I, I I acted like I didn't have a problem. I convinced myself in my head I didn't have a problem. I'm not going to go and say, Oh, I was drinking morning through night every day and just constantly drunk. But I had a long period of time where I was smoking uh, weed Pretty much, you know, seven to ten times a day to where it, it wasn't even affecting me. It was just like a, a habit. It was like eating and drinking water. I was just like always smoking. And a lot of nights I would feel down or whatever. I'd, I would go through my routine, you know. i go to work, go to the gym, go to tennis. But that whole time I was smoking in between everything. And then at night I would drink not necessarily heavily, but enough to feel something, and then, you know, then the next day comes, and you're like, what am I doing with my life, man, and I thought myself, thought to myself so many times that, like, what are you doing with your life, you you think something's gonna change by doing this, do you think you're gonna get better doing this, and I know the thing now is, you know, a lot of people struggle with depression and anxiety, but I I never really had that, I... I, (laughs) it was just more of an emptiness for me. Like I, I wanted to feel like I was doing something or meanings in whatever weird way that made me feel like I was busy or I was, I was doing something. It's very hard to explain unless you can relate to me, I guess It you kind of at a standstill of thinking about it because I, it's just so hard to explain. Like, why are you, why are you doing drugs and alcohol when you, you constantly feel empty all the time doing it? So a couple of weeks ago, you know, something finally just hit me. I was, I drank heavy the night before I did some drugs and the next day I woke up and I felt the emptiest I've ever felt. But I also felt something Something just hit me. I was like, dude, you need to find, you need to get back in with the Lord. Like, you, I know you, I've always believed it. You know, I've always believed in God. It's everybody, I think, who's a Christian has had their doubts at one point, And I have, I admit that. But I've always, I've never strayed away as far as like, oh, I'm an atheist now when I was drinking and doing drugs or whatever else I was doing that was, that was wrong. I was, I never straight away. Like I always believed in God, but it's just a lot to, it's a lot to get into. And I I probably will expand on it more, but something finally hit me about two weeks ago. It would have been two weeks ago this Saturday or Sunday coming up. So two days from now, I talked to my friend, who's also, his name is Kevin as well. We met up at Panera bread at 8:30 in the morning, which we're going to, which we started doing last week. And it was amazing. Like, everything clicked for me. I watched, uh, I watched a sermon the week before that my ex-girlfriend had recommended to me kind of referring to me like, Oh, this, this is how you are. And it was about anger. And I, hard to talk about because it's something that's affected my life so much. And it, it's all because of me, you know, I, 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 ask for forgiveness and it's also recent, but it's also been done before, like previous years where I, I'll drink and do whatever. And I get this darkness that flows inside me and I get angry and I say things I don't mean. And I do things I shouldn't do and the whole time I'm doing it I'm like conscious in my head no matter how messed up I was from alcohol I would always have this this little thing inside of my head telling me Kevin you shouldn't do that but I made an excuse for myself because of the alcohol in me like I was conscious the whole it was, it was very rare that I would ever be unconscious and like just totally acting a fool like when I did this stuff, it's like I convinced myself that it was okay because I was drinking alcohol. I don't know if that makes sense, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people drink and they instantly, you know, after a few drinks, they're blacked out. They they have no control. But unfortunately, I was given a very high tolerance to things, and I'm I I don't think that's a good thing at all. I'm not trying to brag when I say that, but I was given a high tolerance to things. And unfortunately my friends can vouch for this. They've seen it and I can just drink so much. And then it depends on the situation, but if I have any sort of negative stuff going on or bad, like something negative or bad is going on in my life, or, you know, you kind of say the wrong thing to me, I'm going to blow up and just start unnecessarily saying things and just doing all these things that are, not right, and I know they're not right, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's also so easy to explain, and I was doing this for years and years, and I've, it sucks to say, but I've ruined relationships over this, and I've ruined, I've ruined many things over this, and I've ruined trusts, friendships, relationships, you know, even if it's not like, oh, we're officially done. Like, I know people have eased off from hanging out with me due to certain times that I've just been wild. And only a few of my friends can say that. Sorry, my mom was just, I'm I'm in my driveway now and my mom was just pulling up. Like I mentioned, I currently live with my mom at 28 years old. It's kind of embarrassing, but like I said, I'm in the process of moving. So that is why I'm here. But back to what I was saying, it's just, I'm kind of done talking about it right now. And I was trying to be honest up front about everything and kind of what goes on in my life. And that's that's the situation I'm trying to deal with now. But what I was getting at through with all that was about two weeks ago, like I was saying, something just hit me. Like, the Lord, it was almost like in the Bible where Saul is blinded by the Lord and knocked off his horse. And he's like, you know, what's going on? Like, Lord, you know, like, he, he knows something's up. Even after he was Killing, torturing, and prosecuting all these Christians for their beliefs. He he was converted by the Lord, who gave him a he gave him that push. Uh, I'm not sure those who are listening might not be familiar with the story, but that's basically what happened. Saul was a prosecutor of Christians. You know, he would try to find he would hunt them down and kill them and to stone them, he was part of multiple murders, uh, Christian murders, I mean, like, so many, he was, he was in charge of doing that, and God, for whatever reason, wanted to use him, and obviously, my situation is, I'm not murdering anybody, and all that, I've never really, I've never gotten violent or anything, but regardless, you know, I, I was in this dark spot and so was Saul and God converted him and now he he turned into Paul instead of Saul. Like they the Lord changed his name to Paul and Paul wrote what some may argue was thirteen books of the Bible. He turned around and was completely for God and he lived his life for God. And the cool thing about it is it's not that he didn't struggle after that. Obviously, there were struggles and he had questions and obviously he was building his faith and his knowledge. And that's that's where I'm at. I finally I gave in to the Lord. I watched a sermon that was recommended to me that related to me so much. And for the first time in my life, I, I was actually brought to tears. And this was this was on online on youtube i watch this because the church i go to has youtube as well they have a youtube channel i should say so i wasn't even in person and usually that stuff hits harder in person but this one was just speaking right to me and i i was like man this is a sign everything is adding up for this so i'm in the process of trying to build my faith and trying to be a better christian trying to be a better man i've been praying twice a day not that there's any certain number you should pray. It's just what works for me. I pray in the morning and I pray at night and I pray for people around me. I pray for myself. I pray for as many people as I can think of at the time. And I got to say, I feel way better. I, I just feel all around way better. Uh, I, like I said, I don't deal with depression or anxiety, but I was feeling that emptiness, and now I feel this fullness inside where I finally feel the Spirit of God inside me that I was pushing away for so long. It's one of those things, like I was saying, I I just, it's like when you do something and you know it's wrong, but you do it anyway, or, like, I'm sure that makes sense, and it's kind of a broad statement, but I was pushing God away for so long and he kept trying to knock at my door, and I finally opened it, and it took me being as empty as I've ever been to get there. I'm not saying that it matters how you get to the Lord. It really doesn't, because some people, I would hope, have a, like, a positive life, and they they don't get into things like I have, And they find the Lord in a different way. So I think everybody finds the Lord differently when they do. And it's beautiful. Uh, For example, my friend Kevin, who I was talking about earlier, who we meet up with once a week now to talk about this stuff. He had a situation where he was, him and his longtime high school sweetheart, him and her broke up and, you know, he was, he felt empty and he got into certain things as well. He got into some drinking, got into some whatever else. And he was at what he considered his rock bottom. And then he, he found the Lord through that, you know, and it's just really cool to see what you can do. It doesn't matter what you, what I'm getting at is it doesn't matter what you've done in the past you can always you can always find the lord and he's always there ready to accept you you know what i mean so it i like, um it makes me speechless um, almost to to even talk about it because it's just such a change of lifestyle, a change of heart. I haven't drank in 2 weeks. I haven't smoked marijuana in like mm, uh, getting on seven weeks six seven weeks and I decided to stop doing that before I decided to give my life to God again just because it wasn't doing anything for me so that type of stuff that we do every day that we know is not good for us I highly highly recommend giving it up I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's the answer to everything, but if you know something's wrong in your life, at least try to give it up for a little while. It doesn't really matter what it is. Everybody has different levels of good and bad and try to just focus on the good for a couple of weeks and see how you feel. Try to try to even if you're not a Christian, try to act like you are for a couple of weeks and see where that takes you. That was some advice given to me by, um, I believe, Charlie Kirk or somebody on his podcast. Who I I listen to him daily. Uh, I listen to Ben Shapiro. I listen to Michael Knowles. I listen to Jordan Peterson. Who else? Dan Bongino, Stephen Crowder. All those guys are, you know, conservative political politically. Uh, Christian, Jewish, religious guys, and that's where I like, that's where I've gotten my news from for a while, that's just my side of the spectrum, and like, whatever you believe in, I respect, and I'm willing to talk about it, and I'm willing to hear your point of view, I don't like to put people down for what they believe in, because everybody has their reasoning, Um, that's something we can get into another time, the political thing. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a hard subject to talk about, but saying all that out loud really was helpful for me just now. I'll be honest. It was very helpful, and I feel like more weight was lifted off my shoulders because I don't usually tell that to people. But only a few of my friends, I should say, know about it. And I, I feel a lot better. So, whoever might listen to this in the future, I I genuinely appreciate you listening, and hopefully you found something relatable there. Um, wow, feels feels very good. <laughs> That's all I can say. super loud big motorcycle just rode by. That's you might have heard that. Anyway, uh, enough of the enough of the sad stuff. Not that it's sad, it's just you know, it's not enough of the more of the negative stuff life stuff. Let's keep it more casual and turn into the uh UFC tomorrow. We got UFC 262. The main event is Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira. Uh, You got Tony Ferguson and Benil Dariush. That's the co-main event, which is beautiful. You got Caitlin Chukagian. I honestly don't remember how to say her name, but I've seen her fight a couple times. uh, Versus Vivian Arujo. Seems like a pretty... Solid number two versus number seven flyweight bout in the women's division. You got a featherweight number nine versus number 13 in Shane Burgos versus Edson Barbosa. I have not heard of Shane Burgos yet, but obviously he's pretty good at number nine, but I have heard of Barbosa. He's a freak, striking freak. And then a bantamweight bout with Matt Schnell and Rogerio Bontorin. And that is number eight and nine in the Bantamweights, so another good fight with some rankings. So I'll just level with everybody. I'm pretty into boxing and MMA, but I have not heard of some of these fighters. Uh, the Bantamweights I haven't heard of, but I'm sure I'll, I'm will i going to look into them tonight a little bit to get a little bit more pumped for the main card. Um, so I'm just going to focus on the guys I do know, which is the four guys at the top, the main and co-main. I am torn between Michael Chandler and Oliveira as far as just completely unbiased. One second, sorry.